All right, welcome back to the Hope Students Podcast. This week, we have Carly Durante giving us a good talk. Carly, another intro question as goes with this podcast. If you got to marry any celebrity, who would it be and why would you choose them? Is it sad that I already know the answer to this? Like before you even finished? Okay. Um, I would choose Chris Pratt because did you see his speech at the MTV Awards? I'm pretty sure he loves Jesus. So that's awesome. He's also patriotic, which I appreciate. He taught his son the Pledge of Allegiance at like age two. And he's really funny. And I love that. And he's not bad to look at. Aside from my, you know, husband. Okay. Uh, So Carly likes Chris Pratt because he's attractive. That's what everyone got from that. So guys, Carly's going to bring you the talk today. Uh, This is about freedom in Christ not being conditional. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Chris. So we live in a conditional society. Uh, Almost everything we do is conditional. And what that means is there are conditions or requirements that have to be met. So a great way to understand the word condition is to think about if-then situations. So young people today especially have many conditional situations set before them. Um, lots of if-then circumstances. So some of those are like with parents. Parents have conditions for their children, like if you clean your room, then you can hang out with friends, or if you don't clean your room, then you can't hang out with friends. Teachers have conditional um, requirements, like if you do this assignment, then you get this grade. Coaches have conditions If you come to all the practices and do your summer workouts, then you get to be on the team. So these aren't necessarily bad. Like we want to be good um, children. We want to be respectful to our parents. We want to make good grades. We want to make the team. So not all conditional situations are bad, but there are other types of conditional situations that young people deal with that can be hurtful. So um, if you truly love me, then you'll have sex with me. If you are truly my friend, then you won't tell my parents what I'm doing. You'll cover for me. If you want to be accepted, then you should come to this party. So what happens when we live in such a conditional society where we have all these if-thens surrounding us? Um, We create a conditional mindset or we develop a a conditional mindset that we then apply to our faith. So we then say things like, If I read my Bible, then I'm a better Christian. Or if I go to church camp, then I'll be a better Christian. If I raise my hands during worship, God will listen to my prayers. Um, And then this also works conversely. So if I don't go to church, then I'm a bad Christian. Or if I'm struggling with addiction, God doesn't love me. God won't forgive me. If I go too far with my boyfriend or girlfriend, God's grace, then God's grace and forgiveness won't apply to me. So we have all of these conditions in our society. We have this conditional mindset because of how we live and all the other conditions in our lives. Um, And unfortunately, I think these if-thens have, like, infected the church. And too often, uh, if-thens cause Christianity to be reduced to just a mere religion, Uh, a set of rules, a set of conditions, a set of requirements. And these 
requirements and conditions are ever changing. There's always a new bar to reach. There's always something else we have to do. Um, and so we end up being enslaved and exhausted by these if-then situations and everything we feel. So while God wants us to feel freedom and joy in our walk with him, we hold on to this conditional if-then mindset and we feel trapped and tired and discouraged, sometimes depressed, inadequate, and also hypocritical. So what this ultimately leads to is uh, us viewing our salvation as an if-then situation or as a conditional situation. And we end up feeling unworthy of God's love and at this point, we are right where the enemy wants us. Um, we have started to believe exactly what the enemy wants us to believe. In First uh, Peter 5.8, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So um, when we're viewing our spiritual growth with a conditional mindset, like if I whatever, fill in the blank, then God will, whatever, fill in the blank. If we have this uh, mindset, if we've adopted this way of thinking, um, we essentially look like a piece of meat to the enemy. He's right there. That's exactly where he wants us to be. He wants to overtake us in that moment. He wants to sabotage our relationship with God in that moment because he's going to um, whisper to us and lie to us and manipulate our way of thinking and convince us that God's grace and God's love are conditional. Um, and we do this unknowingly uh, because everything around us is conditional. So we say things like, I keep giving into peer pressure, and the enemy will whisper, you'll never truly be loved by God. Or we think, I'm struggling with addiction, and the enemy lies to us and says, you don't deserve God's love. Or we say, it's hard for me to keep physical boundaries in my dating relationship, and the enemy manipulates that circumstance and says, why are you even trying? God doesn't want you. Look at how you failed and look at how you've let him down. So I think the enemy is exploiting our conditional culture, this way that we live. We don't reduce our faith to an if-then situation on purpose, but we come to view God's love as conditional because so many other things in our human existence are conditional. And so the enemy uses that to his advantage, and he distorts the idea of God's love as being conditional just like everything else. So if we meet this said Christian criteria, then and only then will we receive God's love, grace, and forgiveness. But what's awesome about Christianity and about the God that we serve and our God, um, the Father, is this is not the case. Um, it's not the case with Jesus Christ because there's nothing that we can do to earn God's grace or forgiveness or love. Um, God's love uh, is inviting us to be a child at his table, and it's a free gift that is always, always available to us. So when Jesus died on the cross, he eliminated all conditions, all if-then situations, gone. Um, there are no more conditions that we need to meet or requirements that we have to keep in order to, quote, stay in or continue God's love. He loves you the same today as he did yesterday, as he will 10 years from now. And this is really hard for us to understand because everything around us is conditional. Um, but God's love is unconditional. And the prefix un means not. So 
literally the word unconditional means not having conditions. So God's love has no conditions whatsoever, or better yet, it's without condition. So God gives us his love over and over and over again freely. And this is what is freeing. Um, It's a free gift and it gives us freedom. This is the gospel. This is the good news. Um, We are free in Christ and we're free from the guilt and the shame that come from failing to be perfect. Um, We are free because there are no if-then situations with God. Uh, God takes us as we are. And I think if we realize this now, um, especially if young people realize this now, Uh, they can be free from a lot of potential lies and pitfalls from the enemy in their life. So uh, John 8, 34 through 36 says, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I like this verse a lot because uh, it really articulates how we were once slaves to our sin and sin was master over us, but through Christ's sacrifice, we now have freedom and it's freedom from those conditional situations. We're no longer a slave to thinking about things with an if-then conditional mindset. Um, So Christ's sacrifice has has given us freedom and also with that freedom, we have power. We have power to reject the enemy's lies and whispers and manipulation. So instead, whenever we have those reoccurring thoughts of, oh, I, I didn't go to church, um, we can say confidently that God always welcomes you back and there's always a place for you. Or um, I'm struggling with addiction. We can say confidently, God meets me in the pit. And he's not afraid to see me at my worst. And sometimes I have doubts about God. And we can confidently say, God walks beside me in these doubts. And he gives me time to find him while never ceasing to pursue me. So, um, yeah, I, I think that it can be really hard for people of all ages to struggle with thinking conditionally and thinking that if I do something it will then produce a certain result. Um, And I just hope that people take heart that there is freedom in Christ and that you no longer have to live under uh, if-then situations with God and his love. Yeah. Carly, thank you so much. That was incredible. Uh, Obviously, you know, that brought to mind the song, uh, Who the Sun Sets Free is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. I see that on your notes. I thought of it before I even saw your notes. Uh, And it's just cool uh, because the next line is, uh, in my father's house, there's a place for me. So um, no matter what we feel like, there is freedom in that because God always holds that place for us. Um, So Carly, thank you so much. I love that. And that is it for this episode. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back soon uh, and hopefully tune back in. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you around. Bye. You guys can yell bye too. Bye. Bye.